Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's episode, we're diving into the latest New Jersey episode. From Jennifer Eden being accused of being a drug addict by Margaret Josephs to Jennifer shutting up Margaret about not having a family, we tell you our take on it all. Oh. Hey, Roxanne. So we just had another good New Jersey episode. Are you ready to dive in? I'm so excited. I love Tuesdays because of Jersey. But I wanted to say something. Can I say something? You can say something. So guys, I know we are amateurs. Well, we are kind of amateurs, right, Roxanne, in the podcasting world? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, we're amateurs. We're yeah. still, we're just learning something new every day. Yeah. We also are small enough and care enough, I think, that we read every review, which we love. So please keep them coming. And I know, like, you, like, you as an Roxanne and Laura are so huge on commenting back to people on All About TRH and your guys' Instagram. And I feel like we would be the same way if we could respond to people on the podcast app, but we can't. So this is why, like, I want to address it here. Um, and so. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's about you. Um, okay. You know, so I think some of you guys have been saying that Roxanne keeps interrupting me or not allowing me to talk, which is so funny. And I think we laughed about it when we saw one of them. Did you laugh about it? Or were you like, uh, well, no, I asked. I was like, <laughs> do I really, I mean, I will listen to the episodes after. Um, and I don't know. I, you know, especially when I see some feedback about us, I'll listen to say, you know, if someone says you said this too much or that too much, I'm like, okay, now I, I hear it. Yeah. I do got to pay attention. Um, but I asked Chantel, I was like, do I cut you off? Like, let me know. And, uh, no, absolutely not. So absolutely not. So I, I do think two things. One, Roxanne and I are recording where we can't see each other. So I do think that sometimes affects if like, maybe we would see each other's mouths start moving. We would know that the other person is about to start or start talking. And then two, you have been in, in this space so much longer than I have over 10 years. And I'm just a person that watches Bravo, just like any of you guys. And Roxanne and I would always call each other to talk about the episodes. And we thought it'd be fun to like bring it to you guys and you guys hear our opinions. So I'm not the professional at this. I love when Roxanne talks way more than I do. I just said your name wrong. Roxanne talks way more than I do. <laughs> are you nervous right now? Nah, oh my no, gosh, no, people no. are going to think that I'm making you say this. She's not. Or is she? <laughs> or is she? Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. And I just think you're way, like, you're way more professional in this space. You know how to, how to articulate like what you feel, what I feel. And there are some times when we do write notes. So... Uh, like for instance today we're gonna we don't tell each other our notes but you might start talk we start start talking about the actual episode and the scene and we have the same opinion so maybe i do need to like start writing more um opinions on the scene but if like i agree i agree so i don't think right which i have told you i've said to you when i ask you do you you know like yeah i I want you to say something and then she'll be like well i agree what do you want me to say and i'm like oh my gosh 
So please just like, you know, I'm not ready to keep talking more. So let me be where I am right now. And as we grow and we like, I get more used to talking like and, and writing my own more thoughts, I'll, I'll be more than happy to maybe even lead a show next time. So look out yeah. for that. I did ask her to lead this episode and she said no. And I, said, and I yeah, was like, I said no. I w- well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm not ready. You, I know. I was like, to her, can you lead the episode so that, you know, I don't want anyone to feel I'm cutting her off or anything. Um, and she said, uh, she said no. So I was like, okay, okay. Well, so here we are. I mean, uh, yeah, I think that you do talk, but I also know you and I know how our conversations usually are, but it's good feedback and we do appreciate feedback because that's the only way we're going to get better. And the next step for us is we do want to do the face-to-face in-person stuff. So we're just figuring it out. Uh, so we do really appreciate the feedback and, uh, yeah, I think Chantel was like, wait, no, cause I'm good where I'm at right now. And I, yeah. I want to say something. <laughs> like, wait, no, no, no. I don't want to talk more. Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk, but I don't think you ever cut me off. I just think, you know, how to articulate and you're really good at this and let people hear well, you. Well, thank you. I think mm-hmm. you're really good at this. I mean, you just came in blind and everyone was like, Chantel, 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 we love Chantel. So oh, I'm just, it. I'm just glad that everyone does love Chantel because that's my everyday life. That's how we feel. So that's great. Uh, well, so thank you. Did you have anything else you needed to say, Chantel? No. Okay. You feel good? I feel good. Let's All get right. into okay. driving this crazy. I okay. think that was episode, what it was called. I don't even know. Well, yeah. so, so this episode, it starts off with Joe and Margaret, which why? Cause I don't know why Bravo thinks we care about Joe pulling Margaret's zipper up. We don't care about Joe, period. That's how I feel. Yeah, I rolled my eyes, and I just knew with them starting with that scene, it was going to be like a slow start and and bad, and I felt like that's what happened. We'll we'll keep talking about it. but Throughout throughout the episode, you felt like it was slow in the beginning? Yeah, it was so slow, and I was so over in the first, like, 10 minutes. Well, yeah. Okay, so Danielle's daughter, to me, she's such a character. I love seeing the small families and that Danielle is so extra with her kids because, to me, extra is good. I definitely think she does these over-the-top parties for, you know, her at the end of the day, maybe not her daughter because her daughter is not going to remember. There will be some things that she remembers, but she'll remember I mean her daughter will just be happy about it there will be pictures there will be videos of it and the you know her daughter will look back and be like look my mom did this is amazing that's the most epic party ever so I do think that Danielle does it for herself and I say that because I do these things for myself okay I know that my daughter might not remember this type of stuff but I know that she'll have so much fun on that day and that she'll look back and be like oh my gosh this was the best thing ever. So I think it's great that she's extra and that she embraces the extra. I'm all about team extra, but I was just dying that she was doing another party. I'm like, she really is like certified party girl. Like every, every, like every episode or I mean what we've just went to, we went to her like New Jersey party with a housewife. Yeah. Yeah, So it was just, I was cracking up that she's doing another party, but she's so good at it. So let's, yeah, why not? She's someone that in the real world, I would want to be friends with because I appreciate people who do go over the top so that I have something to do with my kids. I'm like, Oh, bet we have a party. Great. Let's go. You know? So I like people like that. And then we move over to Rachel's beach house. They look like they have money. I I felt that the Mm -hmm. beach house was nice and it was big. And 
I, you know, I'm the worst with designers. I never know when someone's wearing designers, but I, it looks like Rachel may have been wearing a designer top. That was, she was, it was Fendi. Okay. I figured cause you could see, <laughs> cause I was like, what is that? You know, it has to be some, I'm so bad with designer, but I was like, that has to be something because like the design and whatever. So, but then uh, yeah. she puts her kid in cheetah. I just don't understand New Jersey shore and cheetah. I yeah. Just they love it. I just can please someone tell us where this originated from? Yeah, not to talk crap, but what? Why? No. Why with a cheetah? And I feel like this is just a New Jersey thing. They love it's a like Jersey Shore thing. Yeah. Yeah. They love the zebra and the cheetah. And I'm like, heck to the no no. I hate that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And we've always thought that with New Jersey, that's what we were like, when we go to this event, are they going to be wearing cheetah? Chantel sent me a dress from Revolve that had cheetah and she's like, this might be good. This might, this, and I was like, okay, I'm not wearing them, not spending money and wearing that just for this event. So yeah, cheetah let's let's cancel cheetah starting now. Yeah. But wait, you know, I was going to say though, and this is so bad, but ever since Jennifer pointed out Rachel's nose job. I just can't stop looking at it. Yeah, it's it it's, doesn't look good. She does look like really, a character. Yeah, it's just really like defined, and I don't think it's it looks ugly or bad. It's just very strong, and because it looks like it's been so like it done. looks like a nose job. It looks yeah, like she's had a so couple. Done. Yeah, and now I can't stop looking at it. Every time she's talking, I go straight to her nose. Yeah, it just looks like she's had a lot done. And I don't get why, but it just looks like she's very distracting to look at, I feel. Yeah. But but I will say I was cracking up when Rachel's grandma said she hadn't heard from her. And Rachel, you know, kind of blew it off and said, oh, well, we've been busy. And the grandma shows how easy it is to pick up a phone and make a phone call. Yeah. I was cracking <laughs> up because that's literally how our family is. Anytime my mom, my mom calls me like 10 times a day and I'll say I'm busy. And then my mom's like, OK, it takes two seconds to answer the phone or pick it up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I thought that was funny. Her grandma is cute I love seeing the families and that's why I love Jersey me too I love seeing the families but I was bored I was kind of bored I was just like really yeah when's the next scene when's the next scene maybe because they're so new still they're the newbies we haven't gotten to know their family like 100% to know like who's the fun one who's cool you know and things like that but I was just bored yeah well then Melissa's taking Antonia driving I think also just we're just so used to the veterans or the OGs. Yeah. So when like new people come, we're, we're not into it as much. It's going to take more than a season. But then it goes to Melissa. Uh, she's taking Antonio, Antonio, Antonia driving. <laughs> and that had me cracking up because she had to make a turn. She was panicking. She's a typical 15-year-old. So they both had a switch. And apparently Melissa says, you know, obviously we saw last season Antonia you know, she was moody, but she's no longer moody. She's not like in that moody teenager stage. So she and Melissa have been getting along. And Melissa says that Antonia loves her school, which made me think about, remember back in the day when Melissa said she didn't want Antonia going to the same school as Teresa's girls, insinuating they would bully her? Yeah. And she, yeah. And she said that they were moving because of that reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said that's, that's the reason that she would They're move. Moving. And, and that's how you know... Melissa is toxic because she tries to portray something like, oh, oh, we don't talk in front of our kids and all this stuff. But then she does things like that. But if she's trying to control a narrative, then, you know. 
Yes. As she was telling Antonia, don't hold a grudge, she was telling Antonia to hold a grudge. Like, her tone was not in a sincere way to me where she's, like, really, like, explaining to her, this is not how you should act. Like, she, it's like she almost wanted Antonia not to care for Teresa and maybe Louie. I don't think she... She obviously wants Antonia and the, the cousins to get along. She'll never tell her that. But to me, it felt like she was telling her to hold a grudge and, like, take our side. Melissa does everything with purpose to me. What I mean is like last week we saw her ask her kids to leave the table while they spoke about Teresa. And then she went on social media saying how wrong it is that Teresa talks in front of her kids. Mm -hmm. So she does everything with a purpose. You know, when the cameras aren't rolling, she's with her sisters on the phone talking while she's dropping her kids out, you know, somewhere and they know everything that's happening. And first off her kid, she's on TikTok, So she sees all the scenes. She knows everything that's happening. She sees, what Melissa and Joe are saying about their aunt to the press. So just because you don't do it in front of me, I see what you're doing to the press. I see that you're talking about my aunt nonstop. But again, Melissa does everything with purpose. She wants to control the narrative that, you know, she's that mom who doesn't speak in front of her kids when we all know that she absolutely does. So I just find that whole thing funny. Did you catch how she told the drive through a different name like she was famous or something? Like, what, if you said Melissa, they're going to think it's Melissa Gorka? Why did you tell them a fake name? Yeah, I don't know why she did that. And, uh, yeah, she does think she's famous because she had the <laughs> she had the I was song. so confused. <laughs> she had the song on display written before she even entered the show. So, yeah, she absolutely does think she's famous. And I thought she was trying to be funny, so I don't, you know, I, I didn't know what she was doing. But it, it to me, again, what's funny is that she makes sure to tell Antonia that no matter what happens with – Zia Teresa and her dad she doesn't want Antonia to hold it against her aunt and she just does it to look good whereas mm-hmm. and Teresa doesn't have to tell her kids that they know that they still want a relationship with Antonia and Teresa throughout the summer she would ask Melissa to bring her kids around in text messages so she would always Tell Melissa, we have the text. She would tell Melissa, you know, bring the kids. You know, we miss them. Bring the kids so they're around our kids. And Melissa would make excuses for them. Oh, they're in this activity. They're in that activity. In this activity. First off, they can miss, you know, one time an activity. And why does it always fall during the times that Teresa's hosting something, which would probably be like a weekend later? And Melissa didn't even have Antonia go to Melania's 16th birthday. She blamed it on cheer. So that's how you know these these edits where she's sitting there saying, Antonia, don't don't get involved or walk away while we talk about this is BS because she has her kids not around. And Antonia and Melania were biffles. It was like we always used to say that was like me and you growing up because they were so close. They loved each other. The minute they saw each other, they would run to each other. So I just cannot believe she didn't go to her birth or her sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, I think they were close, but to an extent. They were close, but then they always had issues. I just feel like with a dad's side, it's different. And now if, let's say, Melania was... Uh, on Melissa's side so Lisa Simpson which is Melissa's sister's daughter and they were the same age they would become forever best friends because the mom then controls you know how much you're going to see this person whereas then when it's the dad's side if you're beefing or something again the mom controls how many how many times you guys are going to be around each other does that make sense am I making sense no it does but then I just feel like we always saw them just gravitate towards each other and I'm sure off cameras they weren't as close because of that reason that you just said but it's just sad to see because you you would think that they would try to maintain that relationship together 
And then Melissa throws shade again at Teresa's kids in a confessional. She says, love if her kids stuck by her and were team mom and thought Teresa sucked because that's what she's getting from Teresa's kids. But she said she wouldn't do that to her children. Again, this is her just controlling the narrative. That's all that she's caring to do is control the narrative. But then she's throwing Melissa's or Teresa's kids under the bus in a confessional. And that's what makes me so mad about Melissa. And again, that I'm like, how do people not see this? You know, again, if you won't do that to your children, then why do you refuse to bring them around Teresa's girls when she asked you? That's just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. See, now I'm waiting for Chantel to respond and say something, but she no, doesn't I say nothing. No, nothing, nothing Melissa does will ever make sense to any of us. We We yeah. just are not, we're just not on her team. She makes no sense. That's it. Right. <laughs> like, we, uh, there was another thing that we wanted to um, address is we talk fast. And I think it's a cultural thing that we talk so fast. Um, and uh, so, oh, crap, I just said, you know, whatever. But we do. So I think it's a cultural thing that we do. And uh, it's so funny because at work, I would get told all the time when I was up for a promotion because I do a lot of interviews over the phone. And they were like, you, you talk too fast. And I swear to God, it's just something I can't control. I'm going to try but it's our whole life you know it was and i talk, talk faster best. than you and it's that's scary because if you talk fast i'm turbo speed i mean i've always gotten knocked down for that like i i graduated the communications degree and all my professors would be like talk slower i would have to used to, i used to have to write in my speeches talk slow so maybe we have to do that in our notes <laughs> i know like have but, like a sticky note up on my laptop and yeah say talk slow yeah at uh, least you guys don't have to speed up the because po- some people speak like i used to speed up people's podcasts to get through them faster because they talk so slow so at least you guys don't have to do that with ours yeah, you did tell me that people would talk slow, that it would bother you so much that you would speed up the yeah. episode. And I'm like, but mm-hmm. doesn't it sound weird? Just and- gets it through from like an hour to 30 minutes and it saves me time. Yeah. Uh, so Teresa is five weeks away from her wedding and showing her girls the second dress and she gets emotional about her parents not being there and she wants personalization engraved. So I cried. Okay. Oh, you did? Oh my gosh, you I cried. Know. Anytime she brings up Noni and Nan, Nona, whatever, however you say it. Noni. <laughs> Nona, no, Nona. Nona and however they say the other one, okay? I just cry. I just, anytime they bring them up, I just feel like it's our grandparents and I just, it, it brings, it just, I get emotional. That family just gets me emotional. I know. I love them so much. And to me, they made New Jersey. I was so attached to them. You know, I still haven't finished Teresa Checks In, but just seeing them. <laughs> You're still I know. Yeah, I swear I haven't finished it yet. And it's been crazy with Vanderpump, so I haven't had a chance, but just seeing them, I would always, you know, I just like had this emotional attachment to them, which is crazy because who the heck are they to us? But I know it, it is, I actually didn't cry shockingly, but it, it did make me, make me so sad. And then producers, they asked Gia when she felt united as a family with Melissa and Joe and Gia says before Louie came in the picture. And again, to me, that is just very telling to Joe. Like he looked for a problem with Louis and he's jealous that Louis is a successful businessman who's smart. I don't care what anyone says. I believe that. And that's when Joe kind of backed off from Teresa because Joe is very jealous of his sister. And so this was something where 
you know, I, I'm going to, oh, so she's with a man who isn't a construction worker that I could, you know, possibly look down on because I'm a better construction worker. You know what I mean? That's, I, I don't know. That's just I also, kind of. I felt, I felt producers, I don't know. I feel like there was probably more, way more said in that, in that confessional. And I just feel like producers, it's not that way, the, the way Gia said it, but it almost felt like they were trying to make it seem like, yeah, since Louie came in, our, our family's not close anymore, which is not the case. They, they don't blame Louie at all. Right. And it's, and it's a problem with, with Joe Princess over there. Yeah, Princess Gorka. Melania says that if Joe doesn't come to the wedding, they're done with him. And, you know, I agree. I know Melania also said that, oh, Joe should be the one walking down, walking you down the aisle. And Gia says, well, mom is this close on asking. But at that point... Wait, I have a question. What was the determining factor? Do we know this? Well, like, why I, is she, like, a day away from asking him, and then all of a sudden she didn't because, like, they just stopped, like, was it the engagement party? She, they stopped showing up to things? Like, what happened? So uh, what had happened was I think Joe called back Teresa. So here's what happened. So Joe, Louis, immediately when he, he asked Joe Gorka for Teresa's hand, basically, when uh, the next day he, pro he proposes, the next day he calls up Joe and he says, I want you to walk in the wedding and be my groomsman. And Joe says, yeah. Then the next day, Joe calls, or it wasn't the next day. It was like a few days later or whatever. It, whenever they found out that Melissa's not going to be asked, then oh, Joe yeah, calls. yeah, because of the Melissa thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, then Joe calls and says, okay, uh, actually, I'm not going to walk because you didn't you have my... Mm. And that's when he's like, I'll walk her down the aisle, though. Because, But to me, Joe, Joe walking her down the aisle speaks volumes that he just wants attention because he knows that this is going to be on every major media outlet and he is obsessed with attention. So he would be the one to be like a walker down the aisle. No one asked you yet, but I think if everything went good and they weren't trying to start drama and they weren't being cold on text messages where they're like, no, we're good. We're not coming. We're not this. Then Teresa would have had him, you know, but you don't have to ask someone the second you get engaged. Here's all my bridal party. Here's who's walking me down the aisle. No, that takes. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Time. My girls were flower girls. I didn't know until like two months before the wedding, even though the engagement was like a year long. You know, that's okay. You don't need to ask immediately after you're engaged. And I don't know. So I just, I can't stand Joe. And, and that's, where, that's where I'm at with him. <laughs> so then Jennifer meets Melissa for lunch. And I actually like when these two get along. Oh Dude. my God. I low key like when they don't get along. Oh, wow. Oh my God. I was not but expecting you to say that. But I don't want it to be separated, like the groups to be separated. So I don't, I, I, I think for, it's better for the group overall for them to get along, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're, I don't know. I think they're fun. And when they're together, I think they're close to the same age. And, you know, she was opening up to uh, Melissa about Bill and, 
you know, how they fight about children and that he doesn't co-parent. And when she doesn't do what he thinks she should do with the kids, he gets upset. And Melissa says she's been there. And I think that's so relatable for a lot of people just trying to navigate, you know, children. And Jennifer has five. So in the Middle Eastern community, especially back then, not now, not so much, you know, but back then our parents, I adore my dad, but my mom, now that I'm older, I look back, you know, and it took me now because I was always obsessed with girl, you know, and looking back, you know, you have kids and you're like, wow, but my mom was the one who did absolutely everything. And here I was, you know, just like always praising my dad. I was such a daddy's girl. And uh, I think that Jennifer's, she's in the same kind of boat where her marriage is very old fashioned. Whereas now I don't think it's very much a thing unless you're I don't did know, our, but did our dads even show up to our hospital when we were born? Like, I know. let's be real. I know. I swear. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know if they did. I'm sure they did, but God knows if they even ever woke up at night or did anything. And uh, they were, you know, a superhero to us. So it sounds like that that's what Jennifer is going through. And Melissa says that she could relate when her kids were a little bit younger. And, uh, you know, Jennifer opened up to Melissa that Margaret's hard on her. And I think Margaret and I've always said this, she uses Jennifer as a storyline. She always goes after her target and Margaret has nothing going on in her life. So shockingly to me was the part that Melissa agreed and said that, yeah, Mm -hmm. she said, she said, Margaret doesn't give Jennifer a pass. And I was just going to ask you, why do you think that she does that? But you just said it's because the storyline. And I completely agree with that. Yeah, because what does Margaret have going on in her life that anybody cares about? Absolutely nothing. I I don't care about anything. I know her mom is sweet and whatever. I don't give a crap to watch that. That's so boring to me. Margaret's also, like, way older. So I think, especially with Bravo, they're trying to get away from the older housewives. That's just my theory because with what they did with New York and with Orange County, even though I don't want that, you know, with, uh, an OG, I don't really care about Margaret, but she's way older. She's even, you know, her kids don't talk to her, nothing. So I, you know, what else does she have going on? So she has to, you know, create something with other people. And that's exactly what she does. Kind of like me and Chantal are watching Orange County again. Tamara did that every season. She always, uh, they are ruthless. I love those here. I was like, like, me too. Nine and 10. So good. If you guys ever, I've never watched it. So if you guys have never watched that, go back to those seasons. So good. Because the last four seasons of OC suck. But Yeah, I heard that. It's because they got rid of OGs. So yeah. Bravo, learn your lesson. Do not get rid of OGs. Except I Melissa. Think, Bye. I think that, yeah, I wouldn't consider her an OG. I think Bravo, you know, is very much, you know, they, they care about money a lot. So when they got rid of these New York housewives that have been here from, from the beginning, that means they get pay raises every year and stuff like that. And Bravo's like, well, listen, we built the show with younger wives at the time and we could do it again. And so I do feel like they're going to get rid of OGs. I really, really do. And that sucks. But I do think, you know, what they did with New York and we don't know what's going on with New York right now. And then what they did with Orange County, letting Vicky go. I, you know, I don't, Vicky's not my favorite or anything, but she's good TV. I want to watch her. So I think it's, it's all a money thing to them. Uh, that That's, I don't know. That's, that's what I always thought. But, you know, 
this was so interesting because Jennifer says that Margaret goes through so many friends and that when she met with Laura Lee, Margaret's ex-BF of 40 years, that Laura said Melissa should leave Joe for ball players. And what was shocking was Melissa didn't deny this claim at all. She did say that Margaret basically said that when her and Joe were having issues. And now to me, it's, a, you know, Joe is a controlling guy. So I'm shocked that he would be okay with that. And what is a ball player? Like, why is that a thing we should all be striving to get? Like, why a ball player? So Melissa can be a trophy wife? I'm so confused with that even comment. But did you guys talk about, um, when you had your podcast with Laura Lee, did you guys talk about that with her or no? She actually didn't bring that up. She okay, yeah, because that was that a bomb up. drop for me. Yeah. That's like the first time I've heard that. I'm like, damn. Me too. I didn't think, I'm sure that Melissa at that dinner, because at this point, Melissa knew about the cheating rumor, because again, this was like June or July that 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 sit down. I think it was July that sit down happened. And Melissa knew back in February because Louie told Joe Gorka, just a heads up, you know, Margaret said this, be careful with Margaret and then whatever. Uh, so Melissa probably at that moment, her, you know, uh, palms started getting sweaty. She probably thought, Oh my gosh, she's about to bring up the cheating rumor. And uh, oh Jennifer did it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking she thought that and I'm thinking she had a whole speech about it and everything and, and how ridiculous and it is. She's being very nice to Jennifer and like agree. So with it doesn't her. get brought up. Yes. Yeah, I can, I can see that. So, I mean, so, so how I was looking at it, if, if Melissa's admitting to it, why would Melissa believe Teresa was behind spreading the cheating rumor when Margaret's the one who brought it to life? And that ball player comment that Laura Lee did say was true. Laura Lee's not lying about these things. These things all did come from Margaret. So, I, and, you know, and Melissa Margaret should... is manipulative where when someone is not following her, like her little posse, she's going to X them out right away. Right. I think that Margaret, you know, also knows stuff on the ladies. So that's why, you know, they, they kind of stick with her. And I, then let's move on to Jen Fessler. So I like Jen Fessler. She's me funny too. to me. Her yeah, energy I just think is she's like right funny. up my alley. Me yeah. Too, yeah. I like it. It's so funny to me. It, it's relatable. She's a clown. I like it. And Wait, she's real quick, real quick, yeah. because her appetizers look like they were from like Costco frozen section. Oh my gosh. So, sorry, chef. I don't know who her chef was, but like then their dinner looked good, but those appetizers are very scary. Absolutely. The appetizers were sh the frozen for sure. Yeah. And then she came and she put it in the, in that fancy heated pan so that it looked like it was something else, but no, who she, I don't even think the chef claimed that part. He just probably, you know, brought the actual main meal, but yeah, that did absolutely like frozen Costco food. And I'm like, why are you at that point? Don't even have it. None of these girls are going to eat. So there's no point of even having it. If, especially if it's going to be frozen, but regardless, I feel like none of the girls eat on that show so and especially with margaret you know admitting recently that she's she's basically on oz i finally had someone listen to our podcast and they said to, they messaged me and they were like it was on two t's in a pod that melissa i'm sorry that uh margaret said she's on basically a generic version a generic version of it mm. so she's basically you know, allegedly, again, we're saying allegedly on it, but yeah, none of them are eating. And I'm sure, you know, Jackie's noticing, everyone's noticing they don't eat. So yeah, uh, that was really, really funny though. But, um, so w when Melissa walked in, speaking of Jen Fessler being funny, when Melissa walked in, she says, I forgot my champagne on the counter and Fessler jokes that she should go back. And I, I was started crying. laughing <laughs> Me too. I thought it was so funny. So it, because funny. 
Yeah, because I just feel like you can't walk into someone's house empty-handed if it's your first time going there or you'll never be invited again. It's a respect thing. If if I don't mess with people who would come to someone's house the first time and not walk in with something. I'm not saying it has to be above and beyond, but it, you need to walk in with something. Girl, so, stop at the local gas station. Yeah. You know, get get another bottle. It's yeah, fine. just you get a bottle, use, yeah. You can use your other bottle for someone else. You just cannot walk in empty-handed. That mm-hmm. is you know, that's no, no, that's a no, 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 no. But so Melissa stirs up crap because she tells Margaret that she had lunch with Jennifer and Jennifer complained about her picking on her about Margaret picking on Jennifer. Like right away too. Yeah. Right away. Hey, 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 um, this is what happened. Yeah. As if she already doesn't discuss it on the phone. I believe that these women, after everything, they call each other and they tell each other these things unless, you know, life happens. But I do think they do that. But you're building a new relationship with Jennifer. So why are you right away going to go throw her under the bus? Yeah, exactly. And and you know what's so funny is she fails to bring up the fact that she agreed with Jennifer. Exactly. She tells Melissa, she, you know, and, and then she she tells Margaret that Jennifer said to watch her back with Margaret. And you can tell Margaret sees red. You can tell she is pissed off. And, uh, you know, because Margaret is now also a very calculating, manipulative person that she's like, what is she trying to do? Make Melissa go against me, which would be amazing TV. Melissa, you're probably on your last season at the reunion. Go against against Margaret. Margaret. Just go against her. You'll get another season. I promise you will get another season. But then, you know, all the ladies end up coming, uh, you know, they go back out with a setup and Danielle enters the building and they all, before Danielle's walking in, they talk about Danielle's Instagram before she walks in. And Melissa says her brother doesn't talk to her cause she's extra on Instagram. And I don't think that's why he's not talking to her. And I, you know, I feel like she was throwing shade. Did you feel that way? Or is it just me? Did you, was she yeah, throwing but, shade? But then, but then when Danielle does kind of explain it, everyone is still confused. So, and she does bring up the whole Instagram. Like he, I blocked him and he said mean comments and it just it does seem very silly and I think all the ladies thought that too yeah but why wouldn't Danielle invite the rest of the ladies to the party I thought that was weird did you not no I don't think that's weird because Chantel you literally tell me do not invite me till your kid's birthday it's like you always I know, but, say that but Teresa didn't bring any of her kids and her her youngest is like probably the same age as Melissa's youngest I- And she probably did actually invite everybody because when I did see Teresa and Louie walk into her daughter's birthday, I was like, she probably did invite everybody. But again, people don't like going to kids parties unless they have a kid around that age. You hate it. You always, I don't like going to it. Like, please don't invite me to your kid's party when I don't have kids, but they seemed like they weren't Melissa and Marge and Dolores didn't seem like they were invited. Yeah, maybe. I don't know for sure if they weren't. I, I feel like Melissa might have been invited, but I don't know. So, yeah, we need to we need to fact check that. Maybe we'll yeah. reach out to Danielle and ask her. But I don't like Rachel, okay? I just don't. I won't. I can't. I don't like when a new housewife comes after a fellow new housewife. I like when they unite and come for the big guys. But, you know, I agree that there's more of a story with Danielle and her brother Rachel commenting and calling it sketchy is why I don't like when Bravo 
brings in people like her because in her confessional, she calls out Danielle about that. And she's like, it's really sketchy. And that's how I feel like she comes across, but she's like, it's really sketchy. And she like moves her head and everything. And I'm like, was that a lot Chantel, by the way? I know. I was like, I feel like no, I was no. very intense right now. <laughs> She's like, good. keep it but, going, girl. I know, but that's how I feel like she comes across. And I don't like that because to me, it's it's weak, it's easy. And I think the housewives that always work out are the ones that, you know, come in and they unite with each other. And then they'll come for the big guys versus, you know, her having a strong opinion on that whole thing. And it's, you're friends, Danielle. Why are you having a strong opinion? And... I think in general, she just keeps everything that happens when they're fighting, when Marge and Jennifer are fighting all, all the time in her confessionals. She's like, this is stupid. This is, yeah. dumb. this is like stupid. She, it's wrong. Show, yeah. girl. Wrong show. I know. Like she's above it. She's, she judges. Yeah. Like you this changed your, you, well, you changed your entire appearance to come on the show. So you wouldn't have the season one scaries. That's what, <laughs> you know, a lot of people would say is stupid. I mean, you're, you're young, you're not older. You're, you're young as hell. It's not like you change one thing. You got, you know, intense amounts of surgery on your face. I mean, with, with your nose and your lips and a whole new veneers and your fillers and all that stuff where you look, you know, a lot that's it so I don't know I don't like her maybe it'll change but it's been a couple episodes now and there's just nothing she's just she's trying too hard and it's just it's too much but they're discussing Jennifer before Jennifer comes in too and Margaret calls her an asshole and everyone's acting like a mean girl when she walks in it unless it was just Bravo editing it that way you know they're all silent and as they're sitting you can see that anything Jennifer says Margaret is going to have an issue with it and Jennifer compliments Fessler's home and says it's beautiful and Margaret asks oh is it beautiful? Which, yeah, it is. She just said it was. And then Fessler jokes that she doesn't like to brag, which makes Jackie's useless ass say, oh, Jennifer does. <laughs> and again, why is Jackie here? You know, <laughs> what are Please you doing get here? off my screen. Yes, we don't want to see you at all. You have nothing to offer us. And then Jackie says that Fessler is going to love Jen because Jen brags, even though Fessler just said she doesn't like to brag. So why would, you know, I, I just, I, and then, and then she apologized to Jennifer. I hate people like that. I hate people. Don't who, make the comment. Exactly. Who make comments at expense and then it gets people riled up and then they apologize. And that's exactly what Jackie did there. And then, and then Jennifer explains, you know, she doesn't brag. She just states facts, like stating the fact that she has 16 bathrooms, which she does. And Margaret right away comes in hot asking why Jennifer is trying to change Melissa's opinion on her. She's bothered, you know, affected she's really really bothered and margaret is she's off her mother effing rocker she knows she's so damn guilty with this laura lee exposing who she really is so she's scared she'll lose these friends and i i just feel like she's she seems very very affected yep yeah so and i just I just think it, she the way she goes so crazy. She calls herself centered. She goes nuts on Jennifer. The only thing that Jennifer does wrong is she tells the wrong people things. Where yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. where Margaret Margaret does the same thing, but she's telling people in her circle. And the only person that she 
she told things to was Laura Lee and like she canceled her in two seconds the minute Laura Lee started opening her mouth. But Marge is just really good about telling the right people where Jennifer just doesn't care and is telling everyone what she feels. And that's where she she goes in the wrong. Right. Because so she, she gets attacked for it. Right. So she's not used to it. And uh, she isn't able to control what's going on because she's probably waiting for Jennifer to reveal more. So she's just on edge with her. And then there was a point where Margaret screams that Jen Fessler will never love Jennifer more than she loves Margaret. And it's, again, Margaret is the reason for this crazy divide on the cast. It's all pretty pathetic. And Margaret is triggered. She calls Jennifer a stupid effing asshole and then jennifer comes back with the best line in the world and i we i think i did an episode of the trailer and i talked about this but she says i have a family which is something you never know what mm -hmm. it's effing like to have and then it, that to me is a mic drop probably one of one of the best lines i've ever heard in bravo history because she was so quick and it's so true that margaret you don't have that you know margaret rounds she she runs around she talks all this crap but she has kids she raised that don't even speak to her and you can't act like you're perfect when that's your situation and, and she so tries to come back and say you don't know what a good marriage is right Mar margaret what is a good marriage you have a husband that just obeys you yeah you have a puppy who zips your jeans up for you and doesn't seem very motivated to do anything else i don't even think he works he's just your b-i-t-c-h so yeah to me that's not a perfect marriage and that's not something that i want so Again, that's debatable that she would say that. And I don't think at all that Jennifer would ever want Margaret's marriage. I don't think most people would want Margaret's marriage. I wouldn't want my husband, you know, doing my zipper on my pants. Like, I just, I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. Get out of my face. I know, right, exactly. Jennifer then calls her an old lady. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, they, were, they were giving it to each other. But, but time that I've seen Margaret break this is the first time yep. that I could tell she's she was mad yeah yep, like yeah, she was shaking, yeah. Just quivering yeah she <laughs> was like Jennifer really affected her so Jennifer calls her an old lady and Danielle she she seems scared by the entire thing she she says I thought this was funny because she says everyone's throwing everyone's dirty laundry out there and she's like I'm not telling them a damn thing moving forward now that I know mm -hmm. this and it's like yeah be smart and then uh, Margaret calls Jennifer a drug addict which is a terrible act accusation probably one of the biggest low blows to accuse someone of you know but she's so triggered so she then calls her a drug addict where did that come from so apparently jennifer smokes marijuana and okay it, it's like the whole world smokes marijuana i don't know why that would make someone a drug addict so for you to now now you're t you're saying that anyone if you smoke marijuana you're a drug addict and, and i don't think jennifer smokes marijuana every day yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know what I'm she sure does. Yeah, she probably told him one time, like, yeah, I've tried weed. And then here she comes and calls her a drug addict. Yeah, she probably said, I like weed. And yeah, I, for her to call her a drug addict. If Andy Cohen doesn't go ham at the reunion about this, because if roles were reversed, he'd be like, that's a serious accusation, Jennifer. So if he doesn't go ham for Margaret doing exactly. this, I'm just going to have a freaking big problem about this. And it, it was funny because Dolores then says she'd rather see them punch each other in the face. And same, you know, <laughs> same, literally. She's so hood. She's so funny. I know. And then Margaret, she's so triggered. She acts like she's leaving. Leaving. And I know I said I like Jen Fessler. And then at the end of the episode, it ruined it because she asked Jennifer to leave, even though Margaret literally started it. So luckily, Teresa had Jennifer's back and she says she'll leave with her. But I thought that was so classless and ugly for her to ask her to leave. I was actually shocked she asked Jennifer to leave. And I was shocked 
I wasn't shocked. Teresa can be very loyal, is loyal, and she did walk out with her, but my ass would have walked her to the car and went back to hear the rest of the tea. Like, I wouldn't have left. I you know. know. <laughs> I swear, I would have done the same messy thing, too. But... I would have been like, okay, yeah, let me walk her out and then, like, you know, calm her down. Be like, okay, I love you. I'm going to go back in. Let me see what they're saying. And then go right. back in. But Teresa but... literally doesn't want to be there. She's like, I, I have, know. I, I have a like, wedding. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have my wedding. I don't care to be there. And then it finally, so they, but it, and it ended. They all go inside and then they leave. They didn't show yeah. us anything crazy that anyone said. Uh, but then it's finally Danielle's daughter's birthday, and she's doing this cute Barbie theme, and I'm loving all of it. Her daughter loves it. And Wait, did you approve? Um, did you the, approve oh of her gosh, shade yeah. of pink? Oh my gosh, yeah, you guys, I'm pink obsessed. Yeah, I have, disgusting pink. Yeah, oh, she you. hates it. I do pink Christmas. I do pink Halloween. I have another Instagram account called Minimal Ish Mom, and. I literally do everything pink. So yeah, I'm not a fan of any hot pink or neon colors. And that was definitely, you know, not my vibe. The the hot, just because I hate hot pink. And Chantel, Chantel always picks ugly nail colors. Always, always, no, always. No, you wish. I have the best nail colors. No, and you're just a no. hater because you, we're like neutrals. And yeah. My nails are like designed. I get, you guys, I get compliments oh, okay. all the time. You sound okay, like I'm a housewife. Picture. You no, sound like I, a housewife. Because when it comes to my nails, I really do get compliments, and I'll show you guys, and you guys say which if you guys don't like my nails. She gets like orange on her nails, and I'm sorry, that's disgusting. No, I, I don't get. Yeah, orange. she does. <laughs> I swear, she does. She really does. I always have a problem with her nail color. But my whole point is like the hot pink. I just don't like hot pink. I really don't. I like muted tones, and people are probably like, "Are you really?" I love those type of colors, but I just don't. And yeah, but I but even though I don't like those colors. Uh, like the hot pink, I still thought I would definitely have done a lighter pink tone with like blush or something, but that's not Barbie. But I thought it was so freaking cute. It was over the top. It was a lot, but my daughter loves it. So it's fine. It was so cute. I'd be so excited. Like you said in the beginning of the episode, if our if we brought our kids to that, we would be so excited for them. It was so Yeah. Really I don't have day. any friends that do that. I wish I did. I feel like I'm the one who's hosting. So I'm like... You know, I'll do a Halloween party or Chris and, I, and I'm like, all right, people, someone else do something. Uh, but so then I'm so I'm all for it. But the real star of the show is Olivia. You know, I love me some Olivia when she walks she in. She's like Jennifer. a teenager. She's really funny. Know. You would think she's older than she is. And um, I love that when Jennifer walks in, she approaches Rachel and she doesn't act awkward. They have a talk and Jennifer says she'll proceed with caution with Rachel, but she doesn't act awkward with her at all. Yeah, I thought that was good, too. Yeah, and then Valentina's entrance, she, it was everything. She's a happy, confident kid. I love to see it. I love to see a kid so loved, and you can tell that everyone loves her. And to me, that's when you know you're winning in life, when your kid can feel the love and is comfortable enough to do that around everyone that loves her. So I think that's I – th I thought she was so cute. Her her kids, her the son Valentina and the son is so cute. Yeah, they're so confident, and I think that's great. And that obviously comes from their mom. Their mom is like their biggest hype man, and I'm all about that. So I think you should be your kid's hype man. And uh, so Olivia's talking to Rachel, and Rachel asks Olivia what she wants to be when she grows up, and it was really sad because she says she wants to fix relationships because she obviously saw what was going on with her mom and dad, and she's she's young she's like 10 and so for a 10 year old to say that when you know usually at 10 they're saying oh I want to be friends with or I, I want to be a doctor I want to be you know this for them to say that that was so sad to me didn't you think 
Yeah, and um, and her grandma and grandpa, like um, Jennifer's mom and dad. So maybe they come from that too. She sees that they're always, you know, like oh, yeah, not sleeping. O- yeah, and not sleeping over because one's there and one's not there. So that that re- really was sad, and I hope she does. Maybe she will become that and be a great person at it. I'm sure Jennifer watching that back, you know, it's going to be heartbreaking because yep. that would make me so sad because of what happened last year. That would make me so sad to see my kid talk about that or say that just because it's, she's still so young and that's not what a 10 year old usually says. I hope she's 10, by the way. I don't know if she is, but yeah, I think she, okay. yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Danielle, Nine, Rachel, Tr- Oh, okay. So then, yeah, then Danielle, oh my gosh, Chantel, we're going to get reviewed bad just because now <laughs> it looks like we were going um, at each other. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, Danielle, Rachel, Teresa, Jennifer, they're talking about Margaret and what happened the day before. And Jennifer says Margaret is a master manipulator. And I don't know why Jennifer's speaking in front of Rachel. You know, Jen- Jennifer, I am team Jennifer, but it's like, don't talk in front of Rachel because Rachel is obviously not team Jennifer and anything you say, she's going to make it something. And you just learned this. You just said you have to proceed with caution with her and she's going to go back and tell Margaret that you're saying all of this. So I just, I'm like, like, I would never talk about Margaret to Rachel ever again. If that was me. That's what I said. I said, she tells the wrong people. Like, yeah, talking to exactly. People. They have her back enough. Yeah. And at this point, you know, like I said, Rachel's chosen a side because the cast is so damn divided and it's not Jennifer. It's not Jennifer. But in the previews for next week, I'm so excited for next week's episode. Did you see the previews? Yeah, but I feel like, um, what was it? I did. I already forgot. Remind me. Yeah, what did I already forget? You got like confident for a second to talk about it. <laughs> no, because I saw it, and now I'm already forgetting. Okay, so on next week's, so that was episode. The episode it was good, yeah. whatever. But on next week's episode, Teresa tries to talk to her nephew, which angers the shit out of Joe Gorka, and Joe yells for her son to go back and stand by him when he sees. And that's when you see Joe show his true self. They try oh to control God. the narrative. They try to pretend like they don't speak ill about Teresa yeah. and her family the kids but and that they don't let the kids get involved with everything you see what melissa tells antonia don't get involved or ever feel a type of way with your aunt but the second Teresa talks to little joey that enrages joe gorka and that tells you it is all fake please people if you don't see it open your eyes for him to get so mad at his little boy about talking to his sister that tells you everything. None of them, hey, can you guys walk away while we talk about this? All of it means nothing because when the cameras are off, they're telling those kids everything. And for him to act that way to his kid, I mean, okay, this is something we're going to talk about next week. But it's just my point, again, that they are trying to control this narrative. I do, I do remember now because then Teresa was sitting with her therapist and saying, I'm afraid to be around my brother because of his temper. So, yeah, now I do remember. Yeah, and I also, Andy Mm -hmm. Cohen, you're not listening, but if you ever somehow, actually, we're starting to get shocked with who's listening. So, Andy Cohen, and if, you you know, you are listening, I would like you to call out Joe about his anger because you tend to call everyone out except the fact that he has these severe anger issues. And it's just looked right upon. No one cares. Everyone's like, okay, anyways. And he has anger issues and you know, his kids have seen something based on that little interaction right there, period. And uh, please don't write me a bad review for saying Joe has anger issues, but (laughs) that's what I just saw. But um, yeah. So 
uh, later on. So that's pretty much the episode today. And then what we're going to do is we're going to definitely cover more Vanderpump because you guys yes. love the Vanderpump episode where we did the timeline and so much more has happened. So we're going to do another episode on that. We're going to do like an about me episode and then we'll obviously cover Miami reunion uh, and we'll go from there. But we will talk to you guys later this week. Bye, Chantel. Bye, guys. I hope you guys loved hearing me. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know we covered receiving feedback and I've said it before, but feedback is a gift. Keep it coming. And if you enjoyed our episode, please subscribe, spread the word, say a nice review, type a nice review. I can't tell you how much it makes our day when we read those. Check out allabouttrh.com for everything Bravo TV and be sure to follow us at allabouttrhpodcast on Instagram. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.